Hey everybody, what's up? Dan here. Matt is out today, so I'll be taking, uh, I guess, the initial part of this. We got Brad here. Bobby's out as well. What's up, Brad? How's it going, bro? Good, good. What do we got? Episode 55 today? Episode 55. We're going to talk a little bit about skill set versus mindset. Cool, cool. But hey, before we jump in, obviously, Mr. Dan Greiner is the Sunset Country Club champion. Is that what I saw yeah, this weekend? Yeah, yep. I won the club championship, so... Got a big. It's actually a big ass trophy. That thing looked like it was like a fucking hundred years old, though. It is. It's actually. It's ninety five years old. So does it travel? Like, is it a traveling trophy? <laughs> so, like, yeah. I mean, I'll have it. You're not going to be giving that I up to, anytime soon, right? I well, I have to. What they do is they actually make you a, a crystal version of it. Oh, okay, cool. It's not as big. I mean, this thing's like fucking three feet tall. Yeah, and uh, it's cool. But it, what was shitty is you know, and and voicing this on the podcast, Finny. Members are listening. Uh, you know, this is the story. But basically, the guy I played against uh, flipped out. So and- so wait. So before we get to that, how many people did you have to eliminate before you got to this guy? Well, it started with the 32 best golfers. or it Really, the 30 best golfers because one person got to buy its match play. So basically, okay. it's like the NCAA. Yeah. You win. You, know, you move forward. Bracket play. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's one-on-one. One, one yeah. versus one. And I eliminated five people to get to the finals, and then. And then, how old was this guy? How long has he been a member? It um, like? he's probably been there ten, eh, seven, eight years. He's forty-five-ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he used uh, to be the hot man. Now he's fucking. He got a throne overtaken. Uh, well, that's the thing. I mean, I think that a lot of people were rooting against me just because I just joined in April. The- so it's like. Oh, the new fucking guy is going to come in and like clean up or yeah. whatever. And so, because he would hit a shot and people would clap. I would hit a shot and people <laughs> Oh, you would. had fans watching. Uh, yeah, there was probably like 80 people. Dang. Like following us around, watching Jeez. and whatnot. I should have turned into the golf channel this weekend. I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool, man. Uh, it was 36 holes. And um, did you smoke them? I did, yeah. It was, there you go. It was a beat down. Yeah. Don't take your foot off the gas ever. <laughs> no. Well, <clears throat> so. Yeah, I mean, we got to the third to last hole, and he realized I'm going to lose. And he is a he's a defense attorney. Okay. And uh, so he has all these mind games, you know. The first four holes, he's like jingling uh, coins in his pocket yeah, to try yeah. to get my head. Didn't work. Yeah. Uh, then he's turning up music in my backswing. Didn't work. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, what else are you going to fucking do? Yeah. Like, I know I'm a better golfer. You got than five you. kids. Like, mm-hmm. that shit ain't going to get Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Noise doesn't bother yeah. me. But we get to like the... The third to last hole, and he like he goes, you know, how does a short fat fuck like you oh. hit the ball so far? And I was like, Did you tell me you were a fucking fat lead? <laughs> no, I go, I don't know, man. It must be because I have a huge dong. <laughs> so, because hey, I was trying to defuse the situation. Gotta, since you just said that, right. okay. Um, what does a chick say to a guy with a huge dick? What? I knew you wouldn't know. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't know. Uh, that's some no, good shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, so I tried to diffuse it with a little comedy. You know, okay, I know he's about to flip a switch. Yeah. And he's actually done this before to somebody else, and it oh, got okay. physical. No shit. <clears throat> yeah, but he, the other guy was 6'5", like, he didn't great shape. Chance, yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, so then we get to the next hole, and he's like, oh, dude, you won't be here next year. You can't afford this place. I'm like, you don't even fucking know me, bro. Yeah. Like, I probably make more than you. Do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And, and like, he's just going nuts. And so he blows up on that hole. He hits his ball way right. 
hits a tree, then he duffs it, then he hits another oh, tree, and then I'm just like, everybody, there's 80 people like yeah, yeah. watching this self-destruction. It, it was great. It didn't even matter. And then, so we go to the next tee box. Well, that was where we were one-on-one. Okay. And um, where nobody could see us, nobody could hear us, and I said, hey, man, you're not going to talk to me like this. Yeah. Like, the bottom line is, is like, I actually like you, and so for you to just like flip a switch and start saying all this shit, like, yeah. he's like, nobody likes you. And I don't know if that's true or not. I don't really necessarily matter, care. Right? Yeah. But uh, I was like, dude, you know you're about to lose. And, you know, you're not going to talk to me like this over this tournament or whatever. Because I played in bigger tournaments than this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this you is cool. You knew but, you were like, going to win that one. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, <laughs> it's like I, uh, I didn't yeah. even practice for two weeks going into it because of work and stuff. And he was practicing every single day. So I think he, like, really thought, yeah. like, he had a chance. But anyway, so... Which, that's perfect to roll into our topic today, though. Yeah. I mean, skill set versus mindset. Yeah, that's true. That yeah, is true. So. It is true. But no, let me... Uh, to finish up, so he... Uh, I said, hey, we're not going to talk to each other like this. Like, uh, I like you. And he just looked at me and he's like, fuck you, Griner. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. And so I looked at him and I go, dude, you're a bitch. Like, oh, you're acting yeah. like a straight bitch. And you're going to cry out your loss because I'm about to beat you. Yeah. Straight to his face. And he's like, go ahead and hit your ball. I was like, I will, 40 yards past you. And I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he, and then when I closed it, I closed out the whole thing on that hole. And he, uh, he ended up went going to shake my hand. And I was like, no, dude, just because there's 80 people around here, you want to like save yeah. face and shake my hand. And I gave him like the, you know, cut their thing, like get the fuck away from me. And, uh, and then my kids ran out. My wife ran out. You know, like, take yeah. pic- my grandpa was there. My parents were there. And I'm taking pictures with them. And he's talking shit. While that's going on. While it's going on. And, Jeez. like, I was like, I don't really care. Like, I get ta- shit talking. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't really bother me too much. But when you talk shit, like, in front of my kid. Yeah. There's especially a, my yeah. son. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here. Like, yeah. And so. Because you can't take that. Though. I was literally about to beat his ass in front of, like, everybody. But I didn't. And, uh. So, anyways, well, that's, that's it. That was a fun weekend at the yeah, fucking yeah, country it was good. club. It was, yeah, there's always <laughs> drama out there. I it's bet. Like, I bet there's cr- some good shit going on. It's there, crazy, though. man. Uh, it's wild. What about you? Nothing, man. Uh, pretty much inked my deal for taking care of race car, flying back out to Cali next weekend. So I will be off the pod next week. So I probably won't have any listeners next week. But yeah, yeah I mean, I get it. So, yeah, so I'm going to be pretty busy moving forward. Uh, we're going to run, um, looks like, 11 races before Thanksgiving. So You guys going to actually win one? His last car didn't win. He hasn't drove since April. So um, he's like, I just want to get some laps. But there is, like, two races on our schedule that, like, I feel, I feel like he could probably get it done at. All right, I got to ask you a question, though, for real. What's up? It's not you that doesn't want to race. Your wife won't let you race. No, no. I mean, I like if I wanted to race, I could. It's just like uh, with everything I have going on, it's just not worth it. Like a guy last weekend got paralyzed. I'm just oh, really? like, yeah. And it's just like, it's like, dude, like risk versus reward. Like yeah, I got too much true. shit going on right now to like, like be selfish and get in. A I know race we'd have here. to wheel you into the uh, odd. Odd for sure. Have electric wheelchair. <laughs> It'd be fast. <laughs> fuck yeah, fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, man. Uh, so we don't have Matt. We don't have Bobby. So yeah. it should be a pretty quick podcast. But it'll be packed full of fucking content. Value. Oh, yeah. For sure. Because we're here. <laughs> Most value is here tonight. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So, quotes. 
What do you got? So mindset versus skill set. So the quote that I got is, um, it's so what I've been doing is I just write a quote down every single day now. So it doesn't really have to do with necessarily our topic, but it is tough times never last, but tough people do. And that's by a Robert H. Scholler. And I guess it does kind of apply here because there's times where somebody might have a, a skill set developed that they're really good at, but they are not smart enough to have that growth mindset to know when they need to learn more to get out of those tough times. Yeah. Um, so mine is more of a, I guess, skill set thing is the first million is hard. Uh, the second is inevitable. Yeah. And so… Actually, I, I watched a video. I saw it one time, and I love that one because it's so true. It's like, dude, if you've done something once, you're gonna you have the skill set to do it again. Exactly. You know. So yeah. if you lose, I mean, look at like Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street. The dude went to jail, lost everything, and then he got it all back. And it's because he knows how. He has the skill set to go out, make money. He knows the process of what it takes and all that. And of course, he has personal brand and whatnot. But you still have to put the work in. And so. I like that the second is inevitable. If you lose everything and you were able to do it once, you're able to do it again. Yeah, like we've talked about that before. I mean, I think they've, what Grant Cardone's done that where, you know, he shows up with no money and, you know, six months later, he's got, you know, four, four million bucks or some bullshit from a TV show that they do, you know. But it's like, I say that all the time. Like, we could give everybody in the country, take all the money away from everybody and the people who are successful and have a lot of money are going to get right back there, just like you said, because they have that skill set developed that they they know what it takes to get that money. Right, right. And I think with the skill set, you start developing the mindset because you you can't build a skill set without getting kicked in the nuts a few times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and failing and all that. And, and you start to build that mindset. Like, for me, you know, like this weekend, like, I had the mindset to win. And, yeah, it was a little club championship or whatever. But at the end of the day… um, it was being able to like get past all the bullshit. And that was the mindset piece of just attacking the process and not worrying about um, all the external factors going on. So because of that, I was able to close it out. And and I think that you have to have a mindset along with the skill set to be super successful. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. And because, you know, I didn't really think about this a whole lot until we started like prepping for this episode. And mindset is your established attitude or beliefs. But within a mindset, you have a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And I think a lot of people who um, maybe, you know, spin the wheels a little bit or it takes them longer to be successful is somebody that has a fixed mindset. And that's somebody who settles into what's working and doesn't change. It's like, oh, well, this works. I'm making X amount of dollars and I'm going to continue to do this over and over and over. Then you have other people who are a little bit more successful who are wanting to have more and more and more they have a growth mindset. They're always trying to learn. They're trying to figure out how can I do this quicker or how can I make this work for me? And they they recognize like, okay, well, I've, I've hit a plateau. What do I have to do next? And they move forward. And a skill set is your range of abilities. And for me, with a skill set, anybody in the world can learn a skill set. Yeah. You can you can learn how to play guitar on fucking YouTube tonight if you wanted to. I think uh Tim Ferriss um said you could be like top five percent in the world at anything, anything within one year. And I was thinking that our podcast right now, you know, all we did was put out fifty five episodes and we're we're literally top one percent. We're actually top point two percent of podcasts in the United States, which Sounds really good when you say it that way. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is, is there's quite a few podcasts in front of us, but there's so many of them that like, if you really think about getting to the top 5% or top 1% even, it's really not that 
outlandish. No. You know, because there's so many people not fucking doing anything. But the part that I think is super interesting, though, I think what separates somebody uh, dramatically and is, silent, is, is kind of like a silent killer is your mindset. Because you can have the greatest skill in the world, but if you don't have that mindset like hidden in there, that's like, okay, well, how can I get a little bit better? You're never going to try to be a little bit better. You're going to be like, oh, well, dude, like I can fucking frame a house out in fucking a day. Well, it's like, yeah, but that maybe your quality wasn't what it was. Or, you know, somebody's always trying to look. And that's something that's not a tangible item. Like, you can't you can't see somebody's mindset. I don't know what your mindset is. I don't see through your eyes. But I can see how you work, which is your skill set. But I, I don't see what's going on in your brain. Right. And I think that's something that, like, how do you identify that for somebody? Well, I think that you, I mean, how do you identify? I mean, by looking at them. So it's like, for me, if you look at like the Tom Brady's of the world or, you know, Michael Jordan, whoever, Kobe, yeah. it's like those guys could have could have got to the NBA and said, hey, you know, I have the skill set to play yeah. here. I'm going to be a mediocre player for my career, but I'll be able to play, you know. And and then you have the guys like like Kobe or or Tiger Woods or, you know, whoever, who they were constantly working towards like, how can I get better? How can I get better? How can I get better? A crazy thing, and maybe we don't have a lot of people that know golf that well listening, but Tiger Woods was at the peak of, he was the best golfer in the world by far, by far. He didn't need to change anything. What did he do? He completely changed his swing. Yeah. And everybody's like, if he would have never done that, he would have, you know. And so I look at it, and I know why he did. And he did it because he knew he reached a peak. And so yeah. the only way to to get better or to to do anything, to make the game interesting was to develop to, a new skill. To do something, yeah, yeah to do something different because yeah. what he's got going on isn't going to make him any better. He's, you know, and so when people are like, I can't believe he would do that. It's like, well, that's a growth mindset. Yeah. You know, and that's, I just had a conversation with somebody about Tiger Woods because I said, like, dude, what the fuck happened? Like Jordan Spieth, like that motherfucker came out swinging like what he won, like almost every tournament yeah. it seemed like for like two or three years. And now it's like, it seems like he's on the struggle bus. Well, you see that with a lot of the golfers is that's what's so amazing about like the best, the greatest of all time type individuals yeah. like a Brady or somebody is like the consistency. That over they're time, able, over they're time, just so good. Yeah. You know, everybody's going to have peaks. Like life is all about waves. We've talked about this before yeah. where it's like you're going to have hot streaks where you're fucking really good and then you're going to have where it cools off and then you're really good again and then it cools yeah. off and and that's what you see at the top level. All these players are phenomenal players. They're going to go through little spurts. You'll see Jason Day. You saw Rory McIlroy. You saw Jordan Spieth. You saw all those guys go through that, but none of them continue to try to just like keep just yeah, you know, foot on the gas, yeah. get better. Um, and I think you see that with a lot of athletes. Like, you know, they get a big contract and then poof. Yeah. Because they're complacent now. They got the deal. They They grinded their dick off. They got their their money and now they take it a little yeah. bit easy and not everybody does that but i'm saying I, I you see it quite often but i do think that's also something that's interesting like i asked like how do you identify like uh who has that growth mindset or or not but like then you look at some of these coaches like look at like a bill belichick or a nick saban like these guys clearly like like they drafted mac jones who was like what way deep in the chart as far as like a draft pick goes like he was overlooked now he's a starting quarterback for the fucking patriots right. and it's like alabama obviously produces non-stop guys and i'm sure they have like the ability to get whoever they want but still nick saban is the type of guy that must be able to like look at somebody and not even look at their fucking their stats 
like he doesn't care about that. It's yeah. like how what can I draw out of these people to to use their skill set to their advantage? Well, I think so. I always I always reference this book. It's the Talent Code. It's a great book, but one of the things that you have to have to be the best in the world at what you do is passion. Yeah. You know, I think even Steve Jobs mentioned like if you don't have passion for it, then you're going to give up as soon as you get yeah. to a challenge. And so, you know, if I'm if I'm recruiting anybody and they really fucking want it and they're hungry, like I have a situation right now where I have this this girl who reached out to me and she's like, "Hey, I'm in recruiting and I want to I just want to get I want to pick your brain." Like if you didn't have a growth mindset, you wouldn't be reaching out just yeah, to see what's up. For sure. And now I'm trying to hire. Her. Yeah. You know, because it's like you care enough to reach out to people to get advice and like try to find a mentor or something like that. Like the people that want that shit, that go out and get it, they have that growth mindset where yeah. the people that either think they have it all figured out and they, they're not, you know what I mean? I, I think that that's where you can start to identify these people have the growth mindset. These people kind of are, are fixed. For sure. And I think it also kind of relates to a little bit of what Bedros said about an entrepreneur. Like, like that's the type of employee that it sounds like reached out to you is like somebody who has that entrepreneurial mind. Maybe they don't have like the aspect of taking risks, but they're still trying to grow every single time. Where I feel like a lot of employees that are in the workforce right now are people who are just, they punch the clock if they even fucking do punch the clock. Right. And they put in their time and they're not worried about being better. Well, that's what's crazy to me is like the, the person who it's almost like you gave up on your dreams. Cause yeah. I think that every, I mean, I could be wrong here. Maybe I'm speaking out of line, but like, I think every kid has a growth mindset. Like, Oh, I want to oh, be yeah. an astronaut or I want to yeah. be this or I want to be that. And then over time, like, Oh, that's like, let's do something realistic. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then that just starts getting pelted in your head. Like, okay, let's be real. You know what yeah. I mean? And then you're finally like, okay, well I give up on like trying to grow because you know, I went, I was supposed to go to college. I went to college. I was supposed to get a job. I got a job. You know, I'm making my salary and, you know, that covers, uh, you yeah. know, my, my 1500 square foot house and it covers my barbecue on the weekends and, and I'm good, you know, and, and, but, and that's okay. There's nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with that. Right. It's just, I think some people get to a point of complacency. I think complacency is what starts to create that, that fixed mindset. Well, and like the part that's so fucked up is like, I think me and you are the same type of of parent in the sense of like if our kid says, hey, I want to be, I want to do this. Like we're going to be like, okay, you want to go fucking do this? Let's right. fucking do it. But like we're going to try hard at it if we're going to do it. But like at what point, when does that change? Like who who are these people? Is it like the rich dad, poor dad deal where like, there's a dad where it's like, no, you need to go to college. You need to make this much money and that's it. Or like have we been around enough people who are like, dude, like you can literally do whatever you want to be just got to put in the fucking effort like yeah, or is I, it just the school systems I, now that I, well, yeah i mean i i 100 think that the school systems are the ones spitting out like these mindsets um i also think it can be parents my parents you know thought it was stupid that i started a business and you know you love your parents but it's like they're not always you know yeah, yeah. because they want the best for you and they're, in their they're minds what they're telling you is what they think's the best right yeah. exactly so it wasn't like they're saying it like oh you're dumb for doing it it's like oh my god you're doing that what if it doesn't work yeah. i want the best for you and i know that my safe life is what's best yeah. you know what i mean and so like but i'm sure they're happy for you now that it all worked out right yeah yeah well, <laughs> yeah i mean you know and so i don't know i i guess that's my thoughts on no, it's definitely definitely an interesting deal, and I think it's something moving forward that's going to be be an issue. I, I, but I also I think since we're talking about 
you know, like you started your own business today, taking the comfortable route. I think moving forward and say like, hey, the next 10 or 15 years, I think if you want to actually live like a truly comfortable life, you're going to have to be self-employed. I don't think if you're an employee somewhere 15 years from now, you're going to have the luxuries to do the things you may do now just because of the cost of living is going through the roof right now. Yeah, I mean, at some point there will be, I mean, it's hard to say, right? But yeah, I think it's a lot easier to to have your own business now because you have access to customers a lot easier. Um, You can, when you find them, you're able to support them because technology is cheaper. And you know what I mean? Like all these things are just cheaper than they were before. And when you cut out, I'm not saying cutting out like the business owner because I think most business owners want the best for their employees. But I do think that there's a lot of costs built in for a bigger organization that you don't need if you just streamline and you had a lifestyle business of like three or four clients and that was it, you know? And so I do think you'll see a a lot more people being, you know, self-employed, but it'll be lifestyle. Like, I don't know if they'll scale up very quickly, right? Like they'll be almost like consultants or something like that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that either though. But, no, I, I mean, mean, that's all it takes, honestly, is like three or four clients and yeah. your bills are paid. You know, yeah. and people don't realize that. And I, like you said, there will still be that percentage that does want to scale, but I think you're probably right in that that aspect of like, you'll get the people who end up being that fixed mindset there where they reach their three or four clients that pays the bills and they live the life they want to live, but they're still not able to escalate to that super 1%. Yeah, yeah. and you said something earlier that I want to mention is like, I mean, I think you still need people with mindset in your life to get you to have that mindset because there you can you can go out and you could not believe in yourself because you know it's, it's like the yacht thing we always yeah, bring yeah. up like we go we see the yacht and we know that hey if that motherfucker can get a yacht we can get a yeah. yacht right but there's some people that go and they're like damn i'll never be able to get that well if you have somebody in your corner such as your parents right yeah uh like i try to be or you have a mentor or something like that who already has that mindset and who already realizes it's capable and already understands the process of making that happen, um, then then maybe they they change your mindset over time because they make it a reality that it can happen. And so like with my daughter, you know, you want to be a really good dancer, you know, it's possible. You can do whatever yeah. you want to do, um, but you have to be real about your current situation. And her last dance studio is not good, you know? No. And it's like, if you want... To have fun, you can stay there. If you want to do competitive dance and we're going to pay all this money for competitive dance, yeah. we're going to go to the best fucking studio we can find. I know you where know? you guys were. That place was a <laughs> fucking shithole. Did you go there? We brought my daughter there one time and I'm like, I am not bringing her back to this fucking place. Well, you know who went? I know who goes there. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking, is there a trailer parked out back or what? Like, yeah. So, but I mean, hey, if you're having fun, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, again, like not everybody's going to have that growth mindset where it's just like balls to the wall, like all the time want to grow. There's nothing wrong with like being happy with your life you yeah. know, at a certain point and just wanting to dance to dance or just wanting to exactly. work to pay the bills. You know, yeah. Get that you know 24 I mean? pack like, for Friday. Like that's cool. But yeah. I also do think there is a problem with people that don't want to work. <laughs> yeah. We could have a whole conversation about <laughs> yeah, that could be sure. a whole podcast. But no, I mean, I, I think that for me, I mean, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I, I actually, I did hit a plateau and I I'm, I don't know if I would really call it complacent. Like I still wanted to be better, but I kind of got comfortable. Like I was like, shit's rolling pretty good. You know, we're busy. And I, 
I guess I just took my foot off the gas. I was still trying to be better, but it kind of was the trip out west kind of kicked me in the ass again. You know, when I kind of, you know, I saw the dollar signs in front of my face a little bit. I'm like, man, I'd like to close this out, you know? And it yeah. kind of got me geared back up. And that's when, you know, I think I talked to you. It was like, hey, you know, I need a fucking power list item. And like, boom, right away. Um, Who recommended that? You. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, the one that's actually been working. I mean, like, I got I got three checks sitting here in the notebook, you know, ready yeah. to go get deposited. That's that's all from the last, last three weeks. Yeah. So and, it's been good. And uh, kind of a couple of that. I also, like… You know, I did some things in the last 18 months that, like, I've always wanted to do. I, yeah. it, and not being, like, a fucking douche on the country club. I actually play golf. I'm not there to, like, yeah, be, yeah. like, you know what I mean? This like, dude literally posts on Instagram every single day, pretty much, that he's fucking <laughs> swinging a golf club. <laughs> but it's not, I'm not going to the club for that. I'm going to the club to save time so I can spend it yeah. doing other If you can play things. golf in two and a two half hours yeah. versus six hours. So anyways, but I was able to do that. I was able to, to get a lake house and I was able to buy my house that I'm in and yeah. you know what I mean and it's like it those aren't those are wins so fuck it I guess I'm bragging whatever but I'll celebrate the fact that like I was able to achieve that fucking but bragger. once you get that shit that you fucking worked for like I think it's, it's easy I, to get complacent it is, man it's yeah. so fucking easy I remember when I first joined up there and I was like driving around fucking loving life <laughs> it's a Tuesday at yeah. 2 o'clock I'm just fucking playing <laughs> golf and I'm like holy fuck Fuck, if I'm up here, I'm complacent. Yeah. Like, and, I'm not growing. I, like, and this is uh, kind of hypocritical of me, but I do think that, like, it is important to enjoy those wins. You know what I mean? Like, like, but the difference is, is, like, in both of our situations, yours and mine, we recognize that there was an issue. We recognize, like, okay, we've plateaued. We've hit a spot. Right. What can we do? And we that's the issue. Audit. Yeah. A <laughs> lot of people aren't doing that. And they're just like, oh, well, I'm, this is comfortable. I'm fine. And they move on. Like, yeah, and there's people that, you know, easy come, easy go with money. Yeah. You know, I think that there's a lot of people that when the going's good, they make all this fucking money and they spend it like it's never going to stop, you oh, know? Yeah. And then they, they get complacent and they get used to spending that amount of money and then the market crashes or this happens yeah. or, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of studies about that. Like it shows the doctors and lawyers are some of the people that are in the most debt because they, they can't keep up with yeah. this. You know, it's a, it's a keeping up with the Joneses type deal. You yeah. know, once you get to that level, it's hard to go go back down. Right. And, and so, you know, I try to always be conscious of that, of, of just like, okay, I, I'm not going to go just spend money. Like, what if what if a year from now, nobody's hiring? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, then I have to... I think you're okay for a little bit. <laughs> I have the... At least I have the skill set, right? Yeah, like, exactly. to be able to figure out something else and put the process in place and all that but you know at the end of the day that might take a year or two and like if i spend money at the rate i make it and i and that happens i'm fucked you know and and so i try to never get complacent in fact i tell myself every day hey you're broke like every fucking day i'm like dude you're broke i mean i have people telling me all the time you know i've got a pretty sweet deal happening and they're like oh dude go buy a new truck or oh you know go you should buy a new house now and it's like I could, like, I could, I could go do that right now. Like, that's not a fucking problem. But the issue is, is like you're saying, like, well, what if in six months this deal's over? Right now, I've I've extended myself, and I don't have that money coming in. Why not wait until I have it all, where it's like, okay, I'm I can cover my bills for six months. If say I I don't have any money coming in, I can still cover my fucking house payment for six months. You know, like that's not how most people think. You know, they're living paycheck to paycheck until they hit a fucking issue and then they're now we're paying for them 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but that's the thing is, is like that's where like you can never get complacent, and that that's part of the reason why I love entrepreneurship or owning a business. Um, is because it keeps you in check all the time. Like you're always fucking conscious of money it forces in, money you out. To be. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, you have to keep grinding. There I is, mean, I don't know about no you. How often stop. do you look at your at your uh, bank account bank statement? I mean, I I probably open it every day. Um, so do I. I mean, I look at mine every single day. It's not to like sit there and like count like, every yeah, penny. Dude. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, but like, I feel like as an entrepreneur, you can open up your online banking, you can see what the money is and you can be like, stuff's good. Right. Or, oh, what happened this week? And that's that's like, I, that's something that most people aren't even aware of. And I know our balances are probably larger than most, not bragging. There's but probably people listening that are way larger. But. Well, yeah. I mean, Andy <laughs> Frisella is, I mean, <laughs> one of our best. We're close to him. Highest fans. But. Yeah. I mean, we're getting there. <laughs> so no but yeah no so i mean that's just the financial piece and that's why entrepreneurship but i think that you have it i mean you've been working out a lot and you have that growth mindset of like hey i'm trying to but where does that you know how do you achieve the growth i think that it comes with like having goals related to metrics really yeah. like what is the action item so i think that's the skill set of the growth mindset right yeah and like like what you said like okay working out or or golf or whatever. I think what you see with highly successful people or high achievers in general is like, like I feel like we are the type of people that could be good at almost anything. Like, give us a week, we'll fucking figure it out. Like, if we suck at it, we're the type of people that are like, either, first of all, I'm never fucking doing that again yeah. because I suck at it or I'm going to fucking come back in a month, I'm going to beat your ass. What you're saying, you'll try anything once and... Yeah, pretty much. And then you you try gotta try it. it a second time to make sure you, <laughs> it, it wasn't, wasn't a fluke. Accident. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you tried one time. Did you try it twice? Uh, what was his name? <laughs> Alejandro or something? Matt. It was Matt. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> no, um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where the fuck were we? <laughs> Trying one thing. Like you're, if you can't figure it out, you we're gonna fucking, fucking figure, figure it out. out. But I, yeah. also, it's like, like if we play ping pong and you beat me, I'm like fucking tee it up again, tee Let's it up again. And I think yeah. like competitiveness also creates that growth mindset because you always want to get a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit one percent. Right? So, yeah. So yeah, I think that was a good episode. What do you think? That's all we got. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could keep spitting fire, but I mean, that's we up to you. I know. We Rich, leave. how long have we been going at it so far? How long is this like a? Four-hour podcast so far. <laughs> so a little bit longer than Rogan. Yeah. We want to <laughs> yeah, leave. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to give all of our secrets in one day. Yeah. You know, this is like a teaser. Exactly. You know. Just the tip, just for a second. Or streamline without Matt here. Yeah. Matt's definitely the quarterback of the operation. Like, we have <laughs> notes, and then he ends up skipping from, like, page one to page four, and then back to page yeah. one. So, well, fuck, I don't, have, I don't really have anything else, dude. Yeah, we'll be back next week, guys. Um, if you made it this far, like, write a fucking review. I mean, we're yeah, top 10 in Zimbabwe. Like, honestly, yeah, we're. Uh, did you guys talk about that last week? We did talk about it. We're we talked not. about it before you even sent the message. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. saw it and I was like, look. And then you texted me while we were talking about it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah so, so, I mean, it's cool. Oh, wait, you didn't listen? Like, I mean, come on, guys. We're, we're in America. We'd like some American reviews. I mean, Zimbabwe is cool and all, but, like, yeah. hook us up. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the states with yeah. some with some feedback. We appreciate everybody listening. And, and uh, I don't think I've reviewed you. Should I review you guys? Yeah, one hundred percent. Five stars. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> only review us if it's five stars. These guys have great taste in coffee, and their podcast is good. <laughs> co- coffee's better than the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, cool. Yep. And Mastermind is set for October twentieth in so, St. Louis. In St. Louis. Um, so anybody that's interested, business owner, you want to yeah, fly let us in, know soon. We, can stay we at have Dan's to get a bigger house. venue for sure. Yeah, you can stay at my house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Okay, see ya. We'll see ya.